another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. And Dave. And still nobody else. Nobody's coming to play with us. But that's okay. You got to do what you got to do, right, Davey boy? Got to keep it going. The show must go on. The show's bigger than us. The show is bigger than us. It is bigger than the sum of its parts. Or the sum of its parts. It's bigger than the sum of its parts. The name on the front of our jersey is more important than the name on the back. Totally agree with you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Big ups. Big ups, Dave. Brian Westbrook named first team all pro. Two starting running backs on the squad this year. The other one was? Ladanian. Ladanian Tomlinson. That's the way to play. If you're going to be ranked up there with a running back, you might as well be ranked up there with Ladanian Tomlinson. So, nothing but good things to say about Brian Westbrook. He had a hell of a year. Only person on the team that we said basically got an A. And then last he, week when we talked about it, and you know, it wasn't very important. What did he say when he said he got named to the first team all pro? What was his reaction? Wasn't me. It was my offensive line. No close oh. though. It's always nice to be recognized, but I wish my team would have done a little bit better this year. An eight and eight finish is not the way to go. So it's nice that he said, I wish the team would have done a little yep. bit better, but you know, Brian, we all fucking already yeah, know hey, that. Take so, the accolades when your team sucks. You did it. <laughs> Thank you. Captain obvious. <laughs> So let's work towards next year. Dude, you're using Captain Obvious too much. I know. I used it in the form, so I probably shouldn't have said it. Yeah. Tonight. Can't edit that out. No, you're right. I can't edit that out because it's too good. It's a good line. It is. Getting overused, though. Because that was Captain Obvious with Donovan. We need a playmaker. Well, that's what we got to want to squeeze into that right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Donovan McNabb's post on yardbarker.com. We'll give him a little shout out. Um. And basically, he said, listen, we should follow the – what the, uh, basically, he said, we should follow what the New England Patriots did last year, right? Blah, 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 freaking blah. Everybody should do what the Patriots do. Then you start winning the Super Bowls, right? If it was that easy – Everybody would do it. Is he throwing people under the bus, though? No, I don't think so at all. I mean, I think it's obvious. We, as Philly Sportscast talking about it, nobody's getting it over a C. They're all getting Cs, Ds. They need playmakers. We said that we're not pissing on Kevin Curtis. He had 1,000 yards. We're not pissing on Reggie Brown. He had 60-plus catches. Right. We're pissing on the wide receivers who do not make these extraordinary plays that you need. You need the guy to get the extra one yard. We said that last week, if anybody yep. wants to hear what we have to say, but we did say we need playmakers many times last week, didn't we, Dave? Yes, we did, and that's a big thing. So this is nothing new to us. If it's new to his head coach, then we're in some deep, deep shit. Yeah, he should be uh, paying attention a little more. He should start listening to our show. We can give him. He can start calling us Captain Obvious. Here's a quote for you. I'm surprised that anyone would have a problem with me or anyone else in the organization expressing a desire to bring in more quality players. We were 8-8. Eight and eight. There's room for improvement. This is a competitive sport. It's about putting together the best players, the best team, and giving yourself the best chance to win. All right, Donovan, that's terrific. So are you calling some of your players that played this year out on the carpet? He also said. Is that what he's doing, though? Well, no, because he also said down later in the, the draft, he said, uh, and he goes, I don't think the Patriots were being disrespectful to Troy Brown or Rasheed Caldwell. You know right. what? Well, you can get a Moss, a Stallworth, or a Welker. You got to be happy with that. Okay, that's fine and good. That's all well and good. So he's not calling people on the carpet. What I don't he's think doing so. Is being realistic, right? Yes. Since when do you need realism in professional sports? I mean, he he's the one that's supposed to say that every be like Tom Brady and say oh, we, we can win with this team, or be 
Two years back, Tom Brady didn't say that. Tom Brady said, "God damn it, get me some help here." Okay, that's a, that's a fine point. That's a fine point. So, but you have to say to yourself, or to the media, or to to your close knit family, or no, you have to say to yourself or say to the media that I'm happy with the players that we had. I wish we could have done a little bit better. Maybe a play here, a play there, and we're right in the playoffs. You can say that. Hang on, right? Or you, and then at the same breath, go to your coach and say, "We need we need playmakers." Yeah. Do me a favor. You don't call. You don't call the people on your team that are your teammates. Tell them they're not good enough, and that's exactly what he's doing. But dude, everyone on the team should say the same thing. Captain Obvious is speaking because it is truthful. If these these guys think they are playmakers, they're wrong. They are definitely wrong. I understand that. Except Brian Westbrook. It's hard for a professional athlete to say he's no longer a professional athlete, and that's what's going on. In this Eagles team. There's a lot of mediocre players playing in the NFL right oh, now. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of mediocre players on this Eagles team. There's a ton. <laughs> so they all got to go, or or is one wide receiver come in and make the difference? One wide receiver would be huge, and then someone on the defense. You got to have that big player maker on the defense. So yeah, so every, I don't want to rehash last week's show. Right, but we need playmakers on this team. Yep, and that's exactly what he's calling about. Maybe is it refreshing for you to hear this? Or how, what was your reaction when you when you read this? I, I agree exactly what you said. It's Captain Obvious. He's just stating what. We as fans have been saying since week three, since week four, hey, you know, the Detroit game was awesome. Kevin Curtis was over 200 yards. Well, whoop de friggin' do watching the rest of the season. I think you won over 100 yards one other time since then. All right, I'll give that to you. Let's get a little pear face reaction on this one, all right? I'm going to read this to you. I can't see where he's wrong looking at the three phases of the game. Offense, they need a number one wide receiver, a deep threat to make big plays down the field. Defense, young linebackers look very promising. D-line, good young l- nucleus of players. I would cut both Kirsch and Howard. Well, there's there's Captain Obvious for you. Secondary, this is where they need playmakers. The Eagles defense played well as a unit, but did not take the ball away. Having M- Michael in there full-time may help, and if Dawkins comes back healthy, I believe he has one good year left in him. However, I would look for both a safety and a corner in the free agent market. Okay, and there you go. You right. need a safety, you need a corner. You need a safety and you need a corner. Pearface isn't calling out wide receiver here. If you get a corner, you can move Sheldon Brown over to a safety position as long as they're healthy. All right, well, you got to tell but me this. For this is what I was going to say about wide receivers. How many wide receivers on the team caught more than 30 balls on the, the birds? I have no idea. Three. Well, actually, only two wide receivers, one running back, Westbrook, Curtis, and Brown. They're the only three to have over 30 catches. That's pathetic. Yes. That's pathetic. So I understand what you're saying, dude. I do understand what you're saying. I'm all for it. I believe they need a wide receiver before they need any defensive help. Pearface makes a good argument against that. Always and, does. Yeah, he always does. So, McNabb, I think he's calling. I don't think it's an easy locker room after people reading this, to tell you the truth. You know what? If I'm Jason Avant, if I'm Greg Lewis, I might start feeling a little. Well, Avant's a young I'm, guy. Greg Lewis, man, he really needs dude, to. Dude, he should just be happy he's still in the league. I agree. We that, had him cut three years ago. his locker. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't make for good chemistry, for sure. That could be a possibility. But they're not playing any more games this year, so who gives a rat? Right. Who knows who's going to be back next right. year anyhow. So he wouldn't have wrote this unless they were done. So they're done. i got to move on. Yeah, we're I'm done with the birds. I'm going to move on to Philadelphia I mean, Flyers. Dave, let me get a Flyers recap. Woohoo! Uh, well, let's just talk about tonight's game. They went off. You cannot beat who got a hat trick? Scott Hartnell. Scott Hartnell's first hat trick as a flyer against the Rangers in the garden. Beautiful, beautiful. F the Rangers. F you the F Rangers. The, yeah. You the Rangers. He's been real hot, Scott Hartnell. He's been doing fabulous the last couple of games. I don't know if it's because he's on the line with uh, 
He's been playing a lot with Jeff Carter, who's been hot, with Umberger, who's just been getting the puck in front of the net a lot. So they're really starting to click. The team has won six out of the last seven. Can't beat that. Five out of the six road games. Can't beat that. And who did they lose that one road game to? Which just that killed us last week. Was the Devils when we were talking oh, about it, yeah. when they lost that three well, nothing game? I got to ask you a quick question, Dave. Yes. How many of those games was Nidamaki in goal? Oh, he was uh, three out of four games there, or three out of yeah, three out of the four. Uh, he played the last three. They said, "Hey, it's not a goalie controversy bullshit yet." Bullshit! It isn't bull. What is it then? The riding a the hot hand. Okay, that's fine. So hey, you call it what you want. So you know, when he gets shellacked, you take him right out of there. Well, that's they're playing two games. They're playing uh, the Bruins on Saturday, the Capitals on Sunday. Okay. Biron will definitely be a net for one of those games. Okay, I can understand yeah. that. So, and then we'll see what happens after that. What happens if he has a bad game? Then you go right back to Needy. Wow, wow. So that there's your controversy. <laughs> and that's you know what they're saying. Biron's taking it with a grain of salt. Last year he backed up Brian Miller. He was the starter up there three years ago. Lost his job, and he was always you know the backup since then. Some people might ha- or can handle it better than others. Hopefully he does fine with it. If you're on a winning team, you should be happy. This is the stuff you don't need when the playoffs come. You need to decide this now. You remember how we said January, February is a tough time. February comes. You should know. This is our number one goaltender. This is who we're going to ride in the playoffs. Understand. Understand. So you, when the team's on a streak, you got to feel good about it. Yeah. When they're on a losing streak, you felt pretty we bad. felt about horrible it. about it. So it's going to be an up and down season. We've said that before. A lot more ups right now. A lot more ups. You can't beat that, but you still got to beat the Devils. Do you agree with me yeah, or not? Oh, yeah. So, well, that's... They haven't won in the. I'm just, let's be realistic for a second. You have all the fun in the world, but go up there and beating the crap out of a, a Rangers team that's not too bad. They're, they're right there in the standings right. with them. They're tied with them. But in order for you to do anything in the, in this league, you got to Flyers especially have to go through the Devils, right? And let's keep that going if we can. All right, they play the Devils uh, Tuesday, January twenty second. So it should be a good game. Hopefully, they still have their heads going. The only problem they're coming, they're playing like the Senators. Two days before, that's going to be a tough game. You just want them playing good hockey against these good teams. That's great that they're beating the the Lightning and the Panthers who were slacking off of late. That's great. Fabulous. Beat the good teams, like you're saying. Beat the good teams. you got to beat the good teams. Last week when we were talking about it, I was saying how, you know what, the puck wasn't bouncing their way against the Devils, and every time the puck bounced against the Flyers, the Devils capitalized on it. Well, that's what happened tonight with the Rangers. Every time there's a bad bounce... The Flyers picked it up, put it in the net. Well, we were watching the game together, and you mentioned that it's nice that Gagne's back for Briere. for Danny Briere because... He can put the puck right on his tape, and Gagne has no problem shooting it on net. So we need to score with him because yeah. he's constantly looking to pass. Briere is constantly looking to move that puck. That's I think right now, even more, it's uh, his confidence is going down scoring-wise. Gotcha. He's just not really putting it in. He might be coming on a breakaway. He loses off his stick. It's just not going well. So he's... To me, it looks like he's looking to pass first before shoot. And that's tonight with Gagne. He put it right on his stick. He scored. Once he starts getting a couple points per game, Briere's going to start shooting again. He's going to be putting the puck in the net. And it'll be a beautiful thing. It's always a beautiful thing. Especially when they're winning. Especially yeah. against the Rangers. I mean, you can just... We, here's the order in the Philly Sportscast Den. Mets, <laughs> Rangers, Giants. Knicks. Knicks. Knicks and then Dallas. Yeah, the Islanders are in there, but they're not really in. No, there. they're yeah. And then that's really the way it goes down in here. Number one, everybody knows this. We just despise the Met- Metropolitans. Like, the Cowboys no- might be up top there too. They might be second for you, maybe. But I, for me, it's all New York teams and then Dallas, of course. Knicks. Knicks. I don't really care too much. But the about Knicks it. are just great watching yeah. them fall apart. I'm I loving think it. Thomas got thrown out of last night's game. 
Oh, he probably wanted to leave. <laughs> I got to get out of here. This is I, embarrassing. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, let me go. Um, you got you done with the Flyboys? Yeah, that's uh, the All-Star Games coming up in a week and a half, two weeks. Anybody on Flyers make the team? They didn't announce it yet, but uh, Briere should be on the team. He'll probably be a one. It'll be nice to see Richards, but you got to get one person from each team. So Who's going to start and go for the East? It's got to be Brodeur. I would agree with you. Yeah, I'd be shocked. Now, talk to me about Brodeur a little bit, dude. Is somebody at his age supposed to be playing as well as he's playing? Fundamentals, man. Like, yeah, I mean, there you go. You don't have to worry about skating fast. You don't have to, like, especially about a goaltender, getting beat on all night. Play the angles, play him perfect, and that's what he does. He's been playing in the same system every year for 20 years now, whenever he came in. You're not mesmerized by this guy? He's- oh, he's part of the system. Right. They say, hey, we got a great t- goaltender. We're going to play this system. He would do fine playing out west in an open you know, gun game where they're just going to shoot because he's still going to save 92% of the, the pucks coming at him. Understood, understood. Um, yeah, fabulous goaltender. He is probably – I mean, I always thought Patrick Waugh was the best goaltender. Brodeur is right there with him, if not a little above him. Gotcha. All right, well, I want to talk about this real quick. Speaking of the Flyers, Bob Clark strongly defended Steve Downey in an interview with the Sports Network of Canada saying he loved it when the Flyers rookie punched Toronto's Jason Blake in a game Saturday. So Blake basically said that Downey should have been suspended for the whole season with what happened in him. Yeah, Blake. bullshit. You don't agree with that? No, he shouldn't have been suspended. They were getting in a the fight. There was four roughing calls at the time. Four roughing calls in the game. Actually, well, no, right at that point, there was five different roughing calls because Blake and him got one. Um, I think Scott no, no, Hart, no, no. no. What? Blake's saying he shouldn't have got suspended for the year because of the punch. He should have got suspended the year when, when, with the thing that he got suspended oh. 20 games for, which was... Beginning of the year with uh, Dean McCammon? It was Dean McCammon in a preseason game, and what Clark basically said was that McCammon was skating with his head down and he got, and he yeah. got hit. The only thing Downey did wrong was he left his skates. He jumped up to hit him. Right. So he, he was suspended for 20 games. Right. Blake shot his mouth off a little bit by saying he should be gone for the whole season. Right. So Downey went. In his second game back, I believe it was, went after Blake and punched him in the left eye. And Clark said it was great. You know what? Yeah, you say something, I'm going to hit you. Well, is that the way it is? That's an old school hockey? Or is, is oh, yeah, that's Blake definitely old school hockey. Because Clark basically said, if you've been in the league as long as Blake has, you, be, you should keep your mouth shut. Or <laughs> expect to get a punch in the eye. I don't know how you could say anyone's going to be suspended for a full year. He didn't hit him with this stick. He didn't, you know, try to kill him. Like, I mean, you see some of this stuff when they're the stick in the head. They're getting, you know, pushed around, getting their head knocked somewhere. He came in with a nice hit, left his skates, threw his shoulder in his head, almost decapitated the guy. Decapitated? Yeah. What did I say? I think you said that. Yeah. You can't suspend someone for a year for a hit like that. Totally agree with you. In that game earlier, um, Coburn from the Flyers got hit from behind, knocked in the boards, cut his head open. No call. When, uh... What's called did that? Randy Jones. Mr. Randy Jones. That's for you, money. He got two games or whatever it was. He got suspended for it. So, I mean, each play is different. But for Blake to come out, and Blake wasn't no Lady Bing Award winner here. He's a cheap shot artist anyhow. He goes out and so hits people. So he should keep his mouth shut. Yeah, he deserves what he got. Deserves what he got. But when we were actually talking about Downey last week. We said, hey, when you know the younger players come in, they're the ones who can make a mistake. Well, in that play, Flyers got were shorthanded. Toronto came down, scored their first goal in the power play, and that's what actually started getting them to come back, even gotcha. though the Flyers pulled it out. 
But that's what you got to do. You got to try to get these guys emotionally worked up, get them off their game, and try to get a win that way. So it's always nice to hear a little bit from Bobby Clark, right? Oh, yeah. As long as he's not managing player personnel. He's not saying, hey, this is who we're drafting. Let him say whatever he wants in the media. Let him do his thing. But You know what? You got to enjoy that. That's what people want. I agree. He's a flyer. When the flyers, you know, do something that's newsworthy, why not go to Clark? He's as good an authority as anybody. And what's great is he can speak his mind now. He doesn't have to say anything politically correct. He can say, oh, that was awesome. Punch him in the nose next time. Okay, Dave, you ready? Keep rocking it I'm, out. I'm going to hit you with this one. Roger Clemens. First thing comes to your brain. Innocent. I don't know how pure the guy is, but he's not guilty of anything. Right. Hasn't been proven guilty of anything. What is with all this talk? What is with all the people saying he did it? He's a liar. All these all these columnists have nothing better to write about. What the fudge is going Dude. on? And that's what he said. He goes, if you think I, you know, the Hall of Fame means anything to me, Take your vote, shove it up your ass, basically. You know well, you know what? I don't. I have a problem with that because I don't believe that he doesn't want to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I think anybody, anybody that has that many Cy Youngs and that many wins, and he puts all his Cy Young trophies all over his house, and he names his kids all starting with K, and he's he's a pitcher by heart. And he, you're telling me he doesn't want to put the cherry on top of the cake and doesn't want to be a Hall of Famer? Oh, he definitely wants to be a Hall of Famer. Right. So. I heard today on the radio from Howard Eskin, who, again, I adore. I was I off, you stopped listening to him. I was off the wagon. I'm back on the wagon. You start seeing those uh, Burger King commercials, and you're like, man. I, I dig him, man. He, 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 he doesn't. Anyway, what he said was, Mark McGuire has basically been forgotten. His legacy has basically been forgotten, and I agree with that. Right. He said the same thing's going to happen with Roger Clemens. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't believe it would be to be true at all. He's still, he, to me, Roger Clemens is still going to be a Hall of Famer. Maybe not first pal, but you got to get your shit together here. Hasn't been, he's never tested positive for anything wrong. Well, either has McGuire, either has Bonds. Right. But Roger Clemens literally has never tested positive for anything. And now he's going on national television and saying, I didn't do anything wrong. What is there not to believe? I guess Ralphie Pomaro said the same thing. He even said it in front of, you know, the congressional hearings. Right. Okay. That's fine. Right. But I, I agree with you. I think Roger Clemens, he is innocent. He's innocent. I think. And, then, the, and for Bud Selig and the rest of the baseball brass to have him go through all this bullshit now when they weren't testing for it, they weren't, they were actually condoning it. Right. Not necessarily the pitchers, but in the batters. And now they're going to let him hang out to dry like this? Dude, that's that is what, bullshit. That's what I think about McGuire. I mean. When he was doing that, he was taking that creatine or whatever. And it was just sitting there in a bottle in his locker. Yeah, he wore the hat. He wore the hat. Hey, they didn't care. And now, hey, let's do something. And I think it's a shame because uh, it sounds like some people are trying to make it into a race issue now. Well, hey, how come Bonds is automatically guilty, but Clemens, everyone's starting to give him you know, a little leeway? I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think... Bond said, hey, I used you know this cream before well, not is, knowing. Bonds, Bonds potentially can go to jail. Right. So that's a whole different story. He lied to a grand jury. I mean, I have no problem sending people felons, not being letting felons get into the Hall of Fame. And I'm a, I'm a proponent of Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame. However, Roger Clemens hasn't broken the law. He hasn't been caught doing anything. He, he literally has had nothing, no blemishes on his record. Right. Besides being a, somewhat of a psychopath. Nothing wrong with that. He named all his kids starting with K. Dude, he threw a broken bat at Mike Piazza. How uh, awesome is that? I think, yeah, I think you're right. He deserves to be 
awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor <laughs> when he goes and meets Congress. Yes. But what I'm saying is this. Get off the guy's back. How often does he – what does he have to do to say he's innocent when he hasn't even been charged of anything besides some clown who would have gone to jail without giving his name right. up? Right. I'm just devastated by the whole thing. If, if so many proclaims their innocence with Roger Clemens' record – and I'm talking his baseball record. I'm not talking anything else because I don't know anything about his personal life. With his 320-some wins and his monumental number of strikeouts and his years in the game and the things that he's taught kids and so forth about pitching in this game, and he goes on 60 Minutes and says, I never did anything, and he's willing to go to, in front of Congress, he deserves everything. I he deserves what he gets. And it should be what he gets as a first ballot Hall of Fame. Right. I firmly believe that. And then... They all cheated. If you want to say it all, they they all cheated. Then they're all cheaters. I agree with you. It's pissing me off. It's really nobody gives a rat's ass about this Mitchell report. Lenny Dykstra laughed it off. You know why Lenny Dykstra laughed it off? Because he doesn't worry about going to the Hall of Fame. Right. He has nothing to do with MLB right now. And that's they're saying. How come uh, like A Rod's name didn't come up then? Well, because A Rod probably doesn't even associate with uh, what was the guy's name? Brian McAnamee or something like that. Sounds good enough for me. He probably has his own personal trainer. If- uh, I got a new one for him, Stool Pigeon. I got a bunch of <laughs> other ones for him, too. Rat. Rat is right. Sounds like that uh, My Blue Heaven. You dirty rat. Just make sure he hangs his pants up. <laughs> Anybody ever saw the movie? It's a great movie with uh, Steve Martin and... Rick Moranis. Mick- Rick Moranis. Terrific movie. And uh, Joan Cusack is in that as yeah. well. All right. She's a little uptight, though. She is a little uptight. Back to Roger he's Clemens. Great. Okay, back to Roger Clemens. I don't think he's going to pitch next year. I think he's done. Um, if he's and, done, then he, then you should start the countdown for his five years induction in the Hall of Fame. And I'm telling you this, Eskin is wrong when he says his legacy is just going to disappear. He's absolutely wrong. Yeah, I don't think it should. I don't think it should either. I want to give big shout-out to Goose Gossage for making the Hall of Fame. I can't believe he made the Hall of Fame. Why? I don't know why Jim Rice didn't get in. I'm a big... Not a big fan. I didn't really get to see a watch of him, a lot of him play. Right. But his stats are just there to be. It, it's a shame to me that he just gets drug along. And now his next year is his last year of eligibility by the Writers Association. Okay. So they're probably going to elect him. You know, if you're going to elect him, elect him in his first year or second year or right. third or fifth year. Don't drag this guy on all the time. Well, that's Goose. How long has Goose been doing this? Like a nine while, years? A while, dude. A while. And he just got in, almost got in last year. Now he gets in this year. Did he say who he's going in with? He played with like 10 teams. Oh, I think he's going in with it as a Yank. Fuck that. I agree. I will say this, though. I mean, I agree with them, yeah, but I just hate the Yanks. No, I agree with you saying I, yeah. I hate the Yanks as well. But I'm, I will say this, though. Tim Raines. Rocko! First, first year of eligibility. I don't know what these baseball players, uh, Writers Association people are thinking. Maybe you don't give him a first ballot Hall of Fame because he's not Lou Gehrig. And Lou Gehrig gets in, of course. And he, he's not, he doesn't have the, but that guy was the absolute Bomb, dude. He was awesome. He was he was he a threat to any time. He ran the bases impeccably. He was an artist on the base pass. He played he on played a for shitty Expos team. Played on shitty Expos teams and played forever. Yeah. Terrific stats. One of the best base runners. I mean, Ricky Henderson's going to go in next year as a first ballot. Oh, easy done, and he deserves to. Right. But Tim Raines was as much of a threat as Ricky Henderson, both while they were both in their prime. I firmly believe that. I Tim Raines was an amazing base runner. And that's, he had what, like 6% of the vote or something like that? He had no, something it was, horrible. Yeah, it was, it was 20-some percent. It was just under, um, like, McGuire got, he was just over McGuire yeah. or something like that. I think he just beat out Morandini. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> not, a, not a bad joke, though, Dave. 
I'm sure somebody's laughing out there. Somebody, Hopefully. Tell, if, some, if anybody just laughed at that, write in on the forum and say you laughed. And don't write LOL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm a little shocked that Tim Raines didn't get in. I'm not shocked, but I'm a little disappointed, I will say. I was shocked by how little little bit of votes he got. I don't know if it's because he played in such a small market. Up in Montreal, there's no voters up there. The Nationals don't know any of the heritage, we'll say, of their team up there. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I was very shocked by that. Okay, moving on, Dave. I want to move to the Phillies real quick. And uh, Beer Leaguer did a little, little hot corner analysis for the Phillies and basically said they are playing with fire. I didn't think he basically said that. I think that's exactly what he said. So I want to talk to you about this. If the Phillies are playing with fire at the hot corner, they got to do something, right? You think I that's hope what, so. You think that's the one thing that's consuming Gillick right now? I would assume so. It better be. Again, Captain Obvious. They need a third baseman. And they lost their best defensive third baseman. It's like they, It's not like they have somebody to throw in there. Right. I do want to give a quick uh, shout-out to this, and I think I'm going to put a smile on your ever-frowning face. Here it is. Spring training tickets go on sale Sunday. Ooh. This comes from the Phillies. Individual tickets for the Phillies spring training go on sale Sunday at noon. The schedule features 16 games at Bright House Networks Field in beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Ooh. Here's what Beer Leaguer says. BeerLeaguer.com, one of our favorite blogs. By far. Says... Phillies are playing with fire in the hot corner. Greg Dobbs, Wes Helms, and Eric Bruntlett will share the load. I don't know. Well, they'll share the load. I mean, they will share every day. One of them is going to have to play. Yeah. And if Bruntlett is something that we're going to have to expect, we're in some deep doo-doo. Wes Helms can't play anymore. We saw that last year. Yipper. Greg Dobbs is your starter? No, he's a good guy coming off the bench. No, no, no. He's probably going to be your starter. I know, but no, he was a good guy. That's what I'm saying. He was nice coming off the bench and everything. Now he's going to be playing probably at least half the games. And he's, as Beer Leaguer says, and this is a word I always love, so I won't steal it from him, brutal defensively. <laughs> so if Dobbs is brutal defensively, you lost Nunez. Well, Wes Helms isn't a defensive gem, so Brentlett is your defensive late-inning replacement. Guys, come on. I'm not even talking about bats, Dave. I'm not even talking about bats. No, you're not. That's that's a good thing. They really don't need the bats. They need that defense there. That's what is shocking about having someone like Nunez leave. I agree. You I want agree. him to bat 240? He can do that. Have him bat, you know, the seventh, eighth position. How many plays? Use his defense. While they were winning those games and the Mets were faltering late in the season, how many great defense, great defensive plays did he make? At least twice, three times a week. At least. I mean, ones that would just, like, take your breath away. But I These remember guys him, can't do that. Him coming running to the left, scooping up the ball as he's still going to the left, throwing it Get dead on to Howard. Scary, 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 scary stuff. For me, very scary. I'm not I'm Gilks has got to put somebody in there. And so so you say Gilks gotta get somebody, right? There isn't anybody out there. No. And you know what you know what's out there? Three clowns like this. <laughs> It's you. If you put all three of these players together, Greg Dobbs, Wes Helms, and Eric Bruntlett, with apologies to Bruntlett's glove, you get the same guy. It's the same exact person. I agree with you. That's our primary concern. Beerleaguer.com basically just blew it out of the water for us, made us read it. You know, it's like, it's always, it reminds me of this. You know how you know something's true? And let simmer, I guess, for a while. Because you know if you type it in the computer, you're going to read it's true, and then you're like, oh, shit. So you try to keep yourself a little ignorant of the fact. 
I've been trying to do this all winter <laughs> long, and this clown writes this article. Weitzel, killing me. Killing me. I know they suck. I know they're in bad shape at the corner. Just Maybe nobody will ever hit at the third base. Maybe nobody will hit from third base. Maybe they'll move Jimmy Rollins to third base. He'll play third and shortstop at the same time. Shortstop, Jimmy Rollins. Short, third, third base, base Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins. Rollins. Left field, Jimmy Rollins. Okay, so we're in trouble and we know it. Thanks a lot, Beer Leaguer. You're the best. You know, I really don't take that to heart, Beer Leaguer, because if you were drinking more beers, you wouldn't keep me in reality so much. Right. You could wait till February to do that. Come we- to the basement. we got plenty of beers for you, and we'd love to have you in the basement because we're big fans of your blog. That would be very nice to see. NFL playoffs, let me get your predictions for this weekend's game. Going with the Cowboys. Boys over Giants. Yipper. The Pats. Patriots over Jaguars. The Colts. Colts over the Chargers. Chargers. And my upset of the week is? Oh, no. Don't say. I got to keep going. Seahawks. Seahawks over Bay. Yep. That's, I said they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm still sticking with it. Okay, Dave. Okay, I'm going with the Giants over the Cowboys. Ooh. Even huh. though I said last week that the Cowboys were going to sue in the Super Bowl, I think I just really like the way the Giants are playing. Okay, If Eli Manning can play the way he's playing, they can win that game. I mean, let's look at the first, look at the first game of the season. How, Eli Manning played very well. Right. They almost won the game in Dallas. They can certainly do it during playoff time. Giants know what they got to do to win, and I'll tell you what the secret of that game is. Huge, huge part – Brandon Jacobs is one hell of a running back. He is one hell of a running back. To me, a bruiser back that you need yep. that can run fat. He's awesome. And, and that Bradshaw comes in, and he's got the speed now. I agree. So, and, and that gives Manning third and four instead of third and eight where he panics. Yipper. So that's the key to the game. Brandon Jacobs, when it, if that team plays like it played last week, they will win in Dallas. Oh, thing of the week when they played uh, the Pats. Yeah. That was week 17. Yep. They still look good. They lost that game. They look good. They were home. They lost that game because Tom Brady doesn't lose. Because that team's just awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, should be a real good game. I still think Cowboys pull it off. Cowboys pull it off? Yes. All right. I'll give that to you, dude. I'll give it to should you. Should be a good game to watch, though. Oh, all four of these games. Are either one of these. That game, either one, a team's losing that I'm going to be happy about. No doubt. I'm going with Pack over Seahawks. The Seahawks looked like shit last week. Even though they had 35 points? even though Well, yes. Even though they had 35 points. If Sean Taylor was in there, they would not have had 35 points. Let's put it that way. Okay. I'm going with the Patriots over the Jaguars. Of course. Of course. And I'm going with Indy over San Diego. Okay. And it, which sets up the next week for the championship game, Indy mm. Patriots. I mean, That's they, the Super Bowl right there. Listen, That's going to be awesome. E-Money and I go out. If he was here, he'd say he'd be as excited as I would. We go out every uh, championship mm. Sunday. Best days of our entire years. We go out, we sit at the bar, we put our asses on the same bar stool, and we have lunch and dinner at the same spot. Very nice. So you can. Are you doing the same that. spot again? Chili McPhillies, which is now the new Paddywax, Paddywax on um, Comley and the Boulevard. Comley and the Boulevard. I hope so. If they do the same deal as they had last year, ten dollars all you can drink during both games. Yes, we will definitely be yeah. there then. And they have good food too, by the way. It was just so cold in there last year. The heater wasn't working for some reason. But that's what it was called, Chili McPhillies, though. I understand that. But the ice around the bar was melting. <laughs> I couldn't understand that. I couldn't understand why the ice around the bar was melting. I was freezing my milk. And I also maybe I sent a chill down my spine because I lost half a fortune <laughs> gambling my... Don't tell my wife <laughs> that, though. We'll edit that out. No, no, no. I don't need to edit it out. I want the people to know. The people need to know that. I can't oh, they know. For my life. But I was with the money. Right. He, he didn't do too well, either. 
We just got screwed. The Patriots were winning that game last year by a ton, and the Colts came back and won. That killed us, and they covered too. No good. Good one, Dave. Good one. Real good one. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for? You want to give a special shout-out to your boy getting married this week? Oh, buddy Brian Smith is getting married tomorrow night down at the Ben Franklin house. It's about time. What the hell are you doing? Well, yeah, what the hell are you doing? But lovely girl, what's her name? Lori Heller. Lori Heller, Brian Smith. So Congratulations. We're in the wedding. Me and... Not me. Tommy, like Baba Ganoush or whatever we call him. Baba Ganoush. But, uh... We are going to the Flyers game as like our gift. Like that's what he gave us. Good idea. Tickets to the Flyers Rangers game. Terrific. In February, so it's going to be awesome. It's not on a Thursday, is it? No, it's a Saturday one o'clock game. Ooh. He's like, I'll rent a van and I'll throw a credit card out and pay all day. You're kidding me. I said, dude, watch what you say. That's a definite. Well, then we're going to have to have a meet and greet. Oh, there you go. Let's okay. get everybody down there. We'll uh, go to McFadden's. <laughs> We'll sit outside, the meet and greet people. It's going to be fucking freezing, February like 9th or whatever. That's okay. I've been cold before. I've been to Chili McPhilly. Yeah, yeah. All right, parting shots, Dave. You fire first. Uh, I just read in the forums, have someone handsome Pete come on, says, hey, feels like I go to Cheers and Coach is dead. But I agree with you. I'm there. Feels like my arm's cut off. But sometimes some things happen. Hopefully we can get this all fixed up by the next meet and greet. If not, maybe we'll all be there and everybody can come out and get D-Man any money. There's a reason back why. Back loving each other. Evan and I love each other very much. There's I mean, back on the show together. Right. It's not like it was my fault that he quit or I made him quit. I ain't saying it's anybody's fault. Yeah, because you constantly ride the fence. But I know where your heart is, Dave. <laughs> I know for sure where your heart is. I go out with him every Thursday before this. I know. So how's that coming along? So explain to the people out there what your tradition was with E-Money. We would go... Uh, while I'm cleaning up the basement and getting making sure there's enough beer for you clowns. We would go to Big Heads, which was right around the corner, generally 8 o'clock. We'd want to leave by 9.30. It started getting to about 10.30. It was getting a lot later. And we would sit there and we would talk sports so uh, we would know what, what was going on. And nobody would yell at us there. Then we'd come here and just get yelled at. But you get free beer here. Yes, we do. So, to be, hey, you could yell at me all night long. I understand that, and I'm sure there's a thousand people listening to this show right now who would say, "Are they going to give me free beer and yell at me all night?" Yell at me. You know, and another thing about me yelling, I want to say this real quick. The reason why I yell so much on this podcast is because I believe that we owe the listener a little bit of quality. Okay. To the, I thought quantity. Product. No, quantity is definitely not the product. Quality is the product. So. Okay. I will yell. I know you will. To make sure that the user is protected. It's a big shout out to everybody listening to the show right now. Oh, and uh, what's the guy's name that left that comment for you, Money? Handsome Pete. Handsome Pete. Okay. My parting shot is this. Sir Edmund Hillary died today. And that is? The original sports rock star. The first man to ever climb Mount Everest. Really? Died today. Yes. And uh, I just want to give him a big shout out, man. It's a pretty big goddamn deal. <laughs> And I will say that he was probably the first super, super sports star. What the hell made him climb that? What? Because it was there, Dave. Fuck that. No way, man. No way. Being one of the awesome. first to do that? God damn. No, not one of the first. The, the first. first. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. To that's do a that? pretty big freaking deal. Hang on for a second. Let me give you some stats on this guy. Okie dokie. Oh, I also want to say real quick, Dave, as my parting shot, Alexander Ovechkin signs another $100 million hockey Holy contract. Holy Christ. He deserves it. 
let me give you the uh, details on this. And I just want to say again to Sir Edmund Hillary, rest in peace. Alexander the Great has a contract worthy of his nickname, the first $100 million deal in NHL history. Signed a $124 million 13-year contract. Wow. With the Washington Capitals. Wow. And this is his quote, I'm happy I stay here. Well, maybe he can take some English language lessons while he's got all the dough. Or maybe he can't. Oh, you don't want to. They'll pay someone to do that. Yeah, and weren't we shitting on... um, Gar Snow for signing to Petrio for 15 years, and this is a 13-year contract. We don't even flinch at. Well, that's um, they're saying he's the first hundred million. Yeah, but this is 124 million. That's a little over 100 million. It's not 104 million. Right, but no, that's what I'm saying. I thought DiPietro signed 100 million. That's I'm just uh, trying to find what his contract was. I know his was a 15-year, 67.5 mil. Wow, that's huge. Huge. 13. Is he worth 124 million dollars? Oh hell yeah, man. The dude can put the puck in the net. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. So I can Hartnell. No. <laughs> Maybe tonight he can. Explain the difference yeah. between those two players to me. Well, Ovechkin. Remember, I'm just kidding. Okay. I, I'm not that dumb. Into, okay. So, some Edmund Hillary stats. Edmund Hillary, the New Zealand-born adventurer who defied the failed efforts of countless climbers by reaching the peak of Mount Everest, the world's tallest mountain, has died. He was 88 years old. Hillary with Sherpa Tenzeg Norgay conquered the 29,035-foot summit on May 29, 1953. That's a pretty goddamn big deal, Dave. I'm going to give you that one. So It is. I don't know how he's uh, the first rock and roll. Absolutely, the first rock and roll sports star. What else did he do, though? That was it. He climbed fucking Mount Everest. You can't get any higher and still be on the ground. Come on, dude. Come on, give me, give the guy, give the oh, dude, guy. Dude, I'm not break. taking anything away from Please him. Please don't. I'm thinking when you're saying rock and roll sports guy, I'm thinking of someone like Sean White. Is that who you're thinking of? Give me a break. No, I'm thinking of someone like Ty Cobb or something like that. Someone who goes out partying all night, no, boozing. No, I'm talking about somebody who was just celebrated worldwide. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So big props to him. Rest in peace. Good night, Dave. Good night.